Let's do this. Welcome to Between Two Runners, a podcast with a focus on the Gainesville, Florida running scene and beyond. Are you ready for a comeback? Are you ready to fly? Are you ready for the moment? Get ready to ride. Let's get into the show. Welcome to Between Two Runners. My guest today, all the way from that side of the table, it's the real deal. All right. Yeah. Woo. And her trusty crew. Yeah. What do we name you all? The Team Double Rainbow? <laughs> yes. What does it the mean? Team Rainbow? Team Double Rainbow over Lake Tahoe, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. Or Team Lake Envy. I'm not sure. Which one was it? I was too delirious to know. Well, we started before the race, like, Double Rainbow over Tahoe, because yeah. they changed it to the out and back. Yeah. It was originally, you know, get Melody around the lake. Oh, yeah, Double and then Rainbow. it became the out and back, so it was the Double Rainbow over Tahoe. But yeah, afterwards, it was just like, the dirt now doesn't. <laughs> so speaking of Tahoe, you ran around the lake for no good reason, apparently. No good reason. Just to see if I could do it. Just for giggles. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a year ago, we were on a run. Mm-hmm. They just announced that the wildfires had kind of canceled the race. Mm-hmm. A lot has changed between then and now. Mm-hmm. Can you walk us through some of that? Well, when they canceled it, it was one of those things, like a lot of was going on in my life, and it was one of those probably blessings in disguises where it mm-hmm. gave me a lot more time to, to train and to refocus, and eventually, like, the plane came together, and, like, it legitimately started happening, and we got out there and we did it, so. Nice. So, how did you decide on, on your crew? Who were you, Did you know early on who you were going to take out there? Absolutely. I knew, definitely knew I wanted, I wanted these three here with me because, for one, like Thomas could put me back together if I started falling apart. Tati's just a goat on the mountains, and Jonathan was like double goat, just, you know, could haul my butt around the, the mountain, you know, good friends to keep company with, and yeah, I, just, I knew like those three were, without a doubt, going to be by my side the entire time. Plus, everybody else said no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing with this race. It's it, to to be the crew. Like you, you've got, you can't just all, the smallest commitments of pacing is like at least twenty miles. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. no joke. Yeah, this is a two hundred mile race for those who don't know. <laughs> so I mean, that's is that, that what the two hundred and Tahoe two hundred means? Oh, is that what that means? <sighs> It wasn't 200 blisters that formed on your feet in one night? It could have been. It definitely It could have been. But now I've got confirmation. It was 200 miles. Was it, though? Because the tracker was saying 204. I think it was actually 205. Okay. I think. All right, so Candace lied. She lied, but it's okay. We got it done anyway. Yeah. She lied in the right direction. We know it was at least 100 miles there. Yeah. And then what it was back, we don't know because your phone... Or your watch died. Right. But I know that's what I think. I think it was actually 102 miles. Is what I know you and I had the same segment, but you and I had different mileage for that segment mm-hmm. too. So. It's like how my Garmin makes me faster and run longer than everybody else that I'm running with. Yes, pretty much. Maybe it was one of those situations. Yeah. Pretty much. So when did everybody get there at Tahoe? How was the preparation for this whole thing? <laughs> oh man, that's a, that's a, that's Walk a, us through some of that. That is quite the story. That is quite the story. So Thank I, you. Shout out American Airlines. Jonathan has a word for your sponsors. <laughs> oh, I, I filled out the survey. Okay, yeah, hopefully you got the survey. So I flew out Wednesday night, and then I got out there fine. There was no delays or anything like that. Had all day out there Thursday to get the gear, like anything that I didn't have before I flew out there. I went grocery shopping, 
Um, you know, just basically last minute preparations and everything was golden until what time did y'all text? I think it was about 10.30. Well, our time. Our time. Which yeah. was probably maybe 9.30. It's like not, okay, you're two hours behind me, so about yes. 8.30 my time or yes. so. Okay. Yeah, until they texted me and said, so we're going to have to initiate plan B because <laughs> we're missing our flight tonight. I'm like, yeah. okay. Because Jonathan's like, I'll call you more with details later, but, you know, initiate plan B get the start you know drop bags or whatever start getting that ready and yeah i think our connecting flight took off five minutes before we landed so in dallas fort worth in dallas fort worth yeah. like, so y'all can y'all can talk more on that experience if you want but we're pretty smooth <laughs> just sat on the tarmac yeah no no not much you no. sit on the tarmac just with your thumbs up like looking for a ride like hey can you can you get us to tahoe we instantly stepped off the plane and like you know, all put our heads together and we're like, hey, let's just, we'll find somebody and see if there's a workaround. Except for, I guess it was a really bad travel day and all the somebody's mm-hmm. like had taken shelter because they knew there was a lot of angry customers getting off. So there was nothing. There was nobody. Uh, like we were, our first plan was like, okay, so let's not confirm this next flight until we speak to a gate agent. We got off the plane and like we couldn't find anybody. Because yeah. they were in some sort of bomb shelter where nobody yeah. could find them. The, yeah. The, yeah, this normal stations where there's a representative right outside of the, the gate, it, there wasn't. We had to walk to another section where basically almost everybody line. had to go, and there was already a huge line, and we knew basically off of the flights that they had already sent us that we weren't flying out until the morning. So we're like, Shh. I mean, I wasn't, I was still holding out hope. I was like, well, maybe if we fly to here and then fly to there, we can get in by 5 a.m. Yeah, but we were I even was thinking like, of like, well, how long would it take us to drive there? That was the other thing. Yeah, we're like, yeah, planes, all kinds trains, of, and automobiles. Yeah, any option we were. Took 25 had. hours, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. So it was not as close as it was. Yeah, so we basically flew out a little bit before the start of the race. Actually, I think the our following day. Over. Yeah, the following day after staying at a hotel and walking and around trying to find a was meal, delayed, and... which we didn't bother to text you by the way. Why? <laughs> we were just like, I'm done. By that point, we was like, well, I knew you guys weren't going to see me off exactly. the start, and it was fine. I packed an extra duffel bag at the mile thirty just in case you guys didn't make it, and I made one for like the mile fifty as well. So it was perfect. It was honestly like Jonathan knew this was going to happen because at our race meeting before everything happened, he's like, hey. Plan in case we don't get there. Plan that the plan is not going to go. Yeah, plan, plan. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's I, had a, be chaos. I had a drop bag at mile 10. I, the only one I didn't have was at mile 30, but I just packed extra food and like gear on me. That way I would just have it in case I didn't see them at mile 30, but they were there at mile 30. And then I had a drop bag at mile 50 and mile 65. So I was prepped ready for like not see them for at least two days. Mm-hmm. So it all worked out, but... Which yeah. turned out was good planning because we thought it was going to be easy. Once we got to Reno, we just rent a car. You know, Melody was going to hide the key to the rent a car that she had in the gas tank. We were just going to grab a car, take it in, drop it off somewhere, no big deal. Then we get to Reno, no rent a cars. Yeah, mm. none. Yeah. Even even Uber turned out to be quite a endeavor to try to get an Uber. We, Jonathan, booked one. How much was the first one? When we when we were in Dallas Fort Worth that night, I'd looked at Ubers and I was like, "Hey, was, that's not that bad. We can do that." Well, the next morning, the price apparently because of demand mm-hmm. had like double. tripled, it was double price. or tripled. Yeah. And we all just we're, we're talking like, in like the hundreds now. Whoa! Holy crap. Yeah. 
But by the time we landed in Reno, like the first thing we did is we pulled up Uber and it was back down normal. We we're like, oh, cool, cool. we're gonna we're make it. Yeah. Until the Uber driver pulls up and says, where are you going? And we said, Homewood, California. And he said, not with me, you're not. <laughs> and we're like, oh shit. And we're like, okay, great. I only drive 15 miles yeah. from the airport. And he spent like five minutes like yeah, apologizing and telling us. Yeah. And then we're just like, dude, let us get another. Dude, we could have been to Truckee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thankfully like, at that point, like the guy canceled it, explaining to us why he was canceling it. And then by the time he left and explained that, Jonathan had pulled the app back up and we'd already had another Uber driver committed. And we're like, oh, okay, well maybe let's just try this again. Because the guy in that time that he explained was telling us how basically no drivers were committing to that. It wasn't like company policy or anything, but they were like gas prices and all this stuff. Well, and also, so like, because we were trying to get into California, we landed in Nevada, and they're like, right. we can take you there, but then we can't pick up any rides back because we're out of state. So nobody's going to want to do that. It's a lot of gas money. It's not, you're going to, like, a, a driver's going to take a hit, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, he scared us enough that we were looking at renting a U-Haul. We were looking yeah. at doing like little at 15, 15 mile, mile yeah. hops. Yeah. Like we're like, all right, grab your bags. We're heel toe and express into the start line. Yeah. But what it was does, like I, I pulled out my phone and where he had canceled our ride, Uber just automatically sent another driver. And I was like, guys, there's another driver coming. And then we're mm -hmm. kind of like, okay, how do we even handle this? So this guy pulls up in a little Subaru. Hopefully one day, just by chance, he'll listen to this podcast. Yeah. Big Saint shout out Christopher. to Christopher. Yeah, Saint Christopher. Oh my goodness. He pulls up and, you know, we're sitting there like, how do we even play this? You know, we know if we tell him where we're going, he's going to say gonna no. Speed up. Yeah. Yeah. So we just walked up like up? looking just desperate and we're like, dude, we're in a bind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you help us? That's how we approached him. And he was like, well, where do you need a ride to? We said, we need to go to Homewood, California. We're crewing a friend. She's doing this 200-mile race. And he just started shaking his head. And he put his head down and he said, I'm going to take a hit, but hop in. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. But, and it helped, I think, that he was an athlete, right? So he was yeah, like he, a yeah. cross-country. Or no, Snow professional, yeah, down, yes, downhill skier. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, been so, a snowboarder. Snowboarder. Had busted a, he had just had like hip or knee yeah, surgery. Yeah, hip replacement. And was looking forward to getting back he into was, it. Yeah, he was young. But totally sympathized with, like, the mission we were setting out on. We told him the oh, melody. Yeah. And he was, like, he, he felt like he was part of, yeah. part of the was. mission by the end of it. He like, totally was. He got you there. Yeah. yeah. Can I, I don't help know you know guys crew? Yeah, if you've watched the video, like, he's You'll in the beginning. You'll see a photo of him oh, with yeah. the pacer he, bib. Yeah. He was super That's cheesy. Amazing. Melody left the pacer bibs in the rent-a-car, so we got there. He waited to make sure we could get in the rent-a-car. Like, it was just totally cool. Mm -hmm. Wasn't in a hurry. We, Thomas had, had walked off, I think, to use the restroom or right. somewhere, and Tatiana and I are there with Christopher, and we see the pacer bins, and we're like, dude, will you hold one of these? Can we do a, a selfie with you? And he said, mm -hmm. yeah, and like, Tatiana and I both mm -hmm. noticed, like, it wasn't just his eyes teared up, he had, like, tears, like, yeah. coming down his, his face. His voice was cracking. Which I had to grab my sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. It was but, yeah. awesome. And when they got there, they were in mile 30 there. I had, uh, I hiked in with a guy from South Africa, kudos to Richard, because he didn't let me get lost. Because yeah. there was part of the course where in the first, like, 10 miles that you had, there were hard-packed snow, like, packs that you were totally just, like, slipping and falling all over the place. And, of course, like, the trail markers weren't that great, in my opinion, but, uh, of course, I get lost, no problem. So, I went left, and he was going, he's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going hiking. <laughs> he's like, the trail's this way. I'm like, okay, cool, fine, whatever. 
But then, like, we were sliding down, and there was at some point some of the ice, like, was just, you couldn't, there was no traction. So I was just on my butt sliding down these things. So we bonded over the little girl from Florida sliding down the ice on her tushy. So we, I stuck with him probably until about mile 38, 39 when the sleep bug hit me. And then they, they just kept going on, and I took a, my first dirt nap. So uh, it wasn't a nap, but it was enough to get me going for the until I saw them at mile 50, probably around 4 a.m. So... It yeah. snowed. Like, it wasn't real snow. It was like a very light was hail your, storm. When you broke out into song, was that before or after the dirt nap? That was before. <laughs> okay. That was before because I'm thinking, I need a nap. Because I was starting to really struggle. And I'm like, it's snowing and it's even cold for Elsa. So okay. then I pulled out the, I texted you guys and said, I'm going to try and take a dirt nap. And then I got my space blanket and laid on the side of the, the trail for like 20 minutes. I'm like, I wonder if the bear's going to come by. Yeah, so we, we got to that first aid station. One yeah. thirty, two in the morning. Yeah. When were you able to see her? My it was mile fifty. Well, we no, it was our at the fifty. Well, yes, yeah, right. yeah. But we couldn't face her. K. We had to let her go. Like, yeah. Right. Even though it felt like we were days late to the party, we really only missed the start. Yeah. And because you guys couldn't have even seen me at mile. It's it's Stephen Jones. You couldn't. No, they come didn't in allow see me. Yeah. 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 They allowed you on the way back, but they didn't on the first. 10 miles they didn't let you so. Yeah. so we got there we settled in we went to the airbnb and then we got to see melody at mile 32 yeah but just that was a kind of cheer you on you know yeah give switch food. out some gear yeah. food start fixing my feet early yeah you'd already had a blister form on the yeah from that incline and decline yeah. i mean you did that rock section on it as a decline yeah that escalated quickly. So, yeah. were you expecting blisters that early? No, honestly, because I've never really had blisters in races before. I've had a couple, but nothing like that. And by mile thirty, I'm like, okay, I feel like this one's rubbed raw. So we took the shoes off. We're looking at it, and there was like dirt was all up in it. Like the skin was already dangling. And I'm like, well, this is gonna be fun. So for 170 more miles, it was just like depending on where, like, because then of course it, I felt like I was kind of having to walk differently so it was like compensating for what blister was already forming and then so it would form somewhere else so like my heels and then all the side of my my feet and then like my big toes and then my my second toes and my the, the worst i think out of them all were my pinky toes because that you just having a grip where with all the rocks there were a lot of rocks you don't believe me? Ask the crew. I they got to hear all about the rocks. I got to there were at least twelve rocks. Yeah, <laughs> maybe thirteen for luck. So it was yeah. a rocky course. It was. Ro- there was a lot of rocks everywhere. It was just when it was just solid straight inclines. Like especially like one of the things I noticed was when at an aid station, it was always at the bottom of an incline, and then immediately and it was probably like a two, three, four mile descent down to the. So I mean, it was a nice at that point in the early stages because then you got the reprieve of finally getting a downhill to the to a but then once you go went out back onto the course it was at least another three or four mile climb and depending on where you were it was either just a bunch of rocks it was just a bunch of saying you know it just depends on where you, there was so much different to yeah it was I, like the I, I understand what she's saying like that like, like <laughs> yeah you would almost go. after every aid station it would be a climb like you'd climb back up to the saddle and then you'd be on the saddle and the saddle was just kind of this like constant undulations up was and down. Was that one section, it was 169 to 190 paced me, and it was that switchback, probably for four miles all the way down, because then it we had was like... quite long. It had like two down. miles along the water at that point, too, but... No, it was Even just I was having switch. a little hallucinations on that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the yes. The light was pretty dark. Those were fun. But yeah, the first, the first aid station, we were able to, like, 
pick her up as a pacer. Which one was that? That was, was Broadway, Broadway Summit. Broadway Summit. Broadway yeah. Summit. And, and where there was no sleeping cots at all. Yeah, it was fascinating. Like it was like okay, so there was guaranteed a few aid stations that were gonna have like sleep stations, right? And we got there and we're like, okay, cool, let's set this up, let's guarantee you, because she, mm-hmm. she's already sending us texts. She needs sleep. Dirt nap and like, right. Yeah. So we're like, all right, let's find one. And like, I peep my head in there, and there's four heads sleeping there, all sleeping. And then I look in the other cot, and they're all full. I'm like, oh, shit. But on and top of that, only two. We yeah, there was only in, two. And and there was, so there's eight slots for people to sleep. But where crew parked, it was a point six mile walk. Yeah into the aid station. So and us all our rule followers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had gone in thinking, you know, okay, let's, let's well, give her a so, sleep station. They were so adamant saved. about like, if you do this, if you do that, you're going to disqualify your runner. So and all of us being rule followers, we're like, okay, well, we won't do that. But we're not going to risk a DQ yeah. Yeah, right. We'll, we'll walk the half mile and the half mile out. Yeah, but we're not making Melanie walk. <laughs> yeah. 1.2 extra miles. Like, so yeah, that first time there, like, she, like, we had like, we didn't, we thought it was going to be adequate supplies for her to sleep. So there ended up being some bullshit like foam mat that she ended up laying on. Like a and yoga we, mat. Yeah, yeah a yeah, thin yeah. yoga mat that like she laid on. We covered her with a sleeping bag. Like and we're like, okay, let's, you know, let's get the most of this. And we would have been better off. She, she, she ended up over. sleeping oh, no, for less. I ended up getting behind her and I was like, I'm just going to hug yeah. her so she can be which, warm. Yeah. Which was clutch. Like an hour? Like what? She slept like an hour? I think we were there an hour and a half, but it was an hour of sleep. Yeah. Woke up cold. Yeah. Like yeah, I remember checking. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Cold. <laughs> <laughs> Which is rare. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's what I was saying. Like, it was just a different kind of cold up there, just because you're seven, eight thousand feet up in at elevation. Yeah, like, and sleeping on the ground. Yeah. And to be fair, I think it was 29, 30 degrees. It was. There, Those first few nights were definitely below freezing. Yeah. And then with the wind chill factor, it was way colder. It was like so 18, we knew immediately 19. we needed to do something different. Like we we got like yeah. So she we got went to the store, and I was like, we, we got, got some more this, cold yeah. weather gear. We got our beanie. We got Tatia Beanie, another like sleeping mat, like one that we could inflate to get her off the ground a little bit. So like every time she would sleep, like she wouldn't be. That 50 mile mark was when I think for all of us, you know, I think it had already gotten real for Melody beforehand, <laughs> but that's when we were kind of like, okay, it's cold. What the hell are we doing? Like yeah. we, we didn't <laughs> realize <laughs> how cold. Yeah, we didn't realize it was going to be this cold. <laughs> like, Melody yeah. doesn't need to know this, but we're out of our league. <laughs> yeah. Plan we C. don't deal with this. Here we go. We're a bunch of flatlanders. <laughs> yeah, right. What's all this stuff about? No, I mean, but then when it started snowing, I'm like, well, that wasn't in. That was not in the forecast at all, like the hailstorm. But I mean, of course, how do you really gauge that when you're nine thousand feet up? When you're like airports like five thousand, like they can't gauge that. So the hailstorm, and then when Jonathan paced me from like fifty to eighty-one, like it snowed up in the up, up top. For a few hours. Which at that point in the race, it was actually really cool for us because we were still in good spirits and Melody had a little bit of a. Jonathan was ready to talk. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I didn't need the. I didn't need talking at that point because I was still good. But then we got. Was it Spooner? Did I sleep at Spooner? No, we stopped it. No, you picked me up at Spooner and then we went to Heavenly and Heavenly's were the Yeah, our climb, like I remember, we. I was, was running decent, until mile 98. Yep. It was only mile. like three miles out from the aid station. I remember turning to you. I was like, man, I don't remember 
yeah, this I didn't think this was going to suck that bad, but I should have known better what the climb to heaven was going to be hard. Yeah. Like, we <laughs> should just turn that. around. You think it's, it's probably going to be easier to just go back to hell. go to hell. Let's go back yeah. to hell. It'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, I could tell she was, I was like, yeah, she's she's definitely going to need that sleep when we, when we get to Because at that point, it was you know, two days and really no sleep. But that, what was great yeah. was the car was right there. Yeah. Like, yeah, so we, she, she walked down and we, we actually, I'm pretty sure all four of us took a nap at that aid station. I think y'all did. I, I wasn't able to, but that was just because I. <laughs> oh yeah, I was crammed in. I was in the driver's seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was in the I passenger like front seat, and then we all. Plus, I'm pretty hot natured. We had that heater, Craig, because Melody and, and Thomas had been out like for mm-hmm. seven, eight hours. They yeah. both gotten pretty chilled, so we had that heater. Because that was the that yeah. was the best of the hailstorms. Oh, uh, it was, was fun. I, I I remember how how much fun because when it was done, and I was like, oh. Kind of missed that section. It was pretty fun. I was having too much fun in that <laughs> because when we came well, after that, we slept what two and a half hours, and then got I ate mashed potatoes. I think you made the mashed potatoes, and then yeah. you ate, under the sleeping something bag. like that. Yeah, because oh. I was cold. But anyway, after that, Tati and I went out. We started the trek back, and the dusting was still out in the morning. Like, it didn't snow anymore, but it was still. Yeah, but it was yeah. And that's where we kind of played. Um, that's where we did like leapfrog with Cat Corbett the whole I time. I know we yeah. were playing. Yeah. And I had been watching you because well, like, I don't know if you all knew this, but like where our car was, she was just like catty corner to us. Oh wow! And so like I saw her when she took off. She took off like an hour before us, but we still ended up like catching her. So it was, uh, cool. it was funny when was she was like when she was fading. Oh, I was I had already told her that you were there, fan girl. No, I had to play it cool. My wife's here. She's a huge fan. And I had to play it cool. I was like, heck, you already gave me away. Yeah. Suck it, dirt diva. <laughs> Pass her on the trail. On your say, left. <laughs> we we did until what? Maybe one thirty. We played kind of leapfrog yeah. with her. Up, up until the whole race, because I remember seeing Actually, her. Actually, one fifty. One fifty is where she left. And we never saw her and, again. Yep, I remember her. I remember her walking out. Actually. Okay. And you were yep, you were still <laughs> you were out hard, of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was a real crazy. I mean, it was probably prettier for me because I was fresh and she had run 100 miles but <laughs> I really enjoyed that that was part. actually kind of cool like the way how the course worked out was some of the areas that we hiked in the night I got to see during the day on like the day three and day four because at that point it was just dark like you don't see anything in the dark but on the way back you did so like the areas that I had hiked um in the day was the night and then night day and sometimes like with the Jonathan section was basically day both times yeah, we we your we, second pace was a solid pace. You were like, you guys did like seventeen. It was a hours, seventeen right? hour time. We did bed. four a.m. to five thirty p.m. Yeah. So like thirteen ish hours the yeah. first time, and then the second like, time we did noon. Yeah, it was like so like five thirty in the morning. Yeah, it was eleven forty five ish, twelve p.m. Going yeah. back, and so we, we went through the night that time. Yeah, that was the section that I I don't know how much of that you remember because it. I remember it because I remember you, you're, you definitely helped with the chatting. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the only thing that got me through it was like all of your conversation of like trying to get me to say, you're not going to time out. You're not going to time out. Because <laughs> that whole section was just me just talking like inside my head thinking mm-hmm. I've slowed down. I've been at like this 20 to 23 minute mile, you know, for 120 miles. And now all of a sudden I'm down to the 30 minute mile. I'm going to time out. And a 30 minute mile was the, what you had to keep. To make, like, just make it. So I wasn't going to, like, time out at all. I was right. I was maintaining, but in my head, 
I was convincing myself that I was not going to finish. Well, those terrible other runners can help. That's what, what it sounds exactly. Like. Along the way, like you, like Jonathan was even saying earlier, like the at aid stations and even at the top of the mountain, those two girls on the phone yeah. with their coach Maria, they're like, even Coach Maria was saying, like, y'all, y'all don't trust your math. Like you're gonna, you're fine. Never trust your math. You never trust your math, especially <laughs> after 130 That's why miles. You have pacers we, we passed another there. runner and a pacer, and they, they had phoned a friend basically because <laughs> the pacer was like trying to tell this other runner, no, look. Oh, we, we actively watched other pacers get their runners lost. I'm like, oh, no. yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Who got who got lost? It was some pacer. He was um he was like chatting up a storm. Don't you too. remember like those the, at that one turn those three that wanted to go straight? Yeah, haven't seen the flag was, you was, with us. Oh, those guys. Yeah. I bet you it was the same guy. Yes. They were like arguing with us. Like, no, the guy is telling they us this angry. way. I'm like, yeah, y'all have fun that way. There is clearly three flags this way. I see, and we're gonna go that way. Yeah, and I remember they, they, they were and, angry. Yeah, yeah, and, and they. And it's like, y'all go and get your extra half mile going. And then they're like, well, Gaia, and I'm like, you have to zoom in. You're like a mile, like yeah. Okay, I remember that now. Sometimes things get hazy. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys had the same Melody experience. Like, I went through the whole, like, okay, I'll just reason with her. And that, I thought, was working, and then I could see just the eyes were blank. And I was like, okay, well, I'll try positive talk. So I started encouraging her and telling her, like, and that she wouldn't have any of that. So finally I was like, all right, let's just piss her off. So I just started, like, picking up the pace and, like, just getting, you know, where that I was could right, hear her. That was right <laughs> On the road, right before the power line, that yeah. freaking power line. You tried line. the whole death of Dupuis. I, it, it, it worked then. It and worked then and too. It worked this time. Yeah, yeah. she got just pissed, pissed her right off. Yeah. And once she got pissed, <laughs> her pace increased, and she went from every step going, you know, mur- you know murmuring these whimpers because of her blisters to. <laughs> like, I'm gonna kill this dude. It was like it was those rocks. I'm telling you, I yeah. didn't have to do anything for her because the second we came up on a rock, she was doing the same. Yeah, thing yeah. Just yeah. The grunting. Yeah, no, I do remember that because it was when we. It was after we left. Was it Tunnel Creek, Tunnel Hill, or what's that? Uh, yeah, Tunnel called? Creek. Tunnel Creek. That road. It was just I couldn't stay awake, and you were holding me off on the Excedrin just so it would kick in right before yeah, the. I power, wanted you to get to that power that line. That power line. It's like I just need it now, and I was just like wanting to cry, and like I was just being a baby, and. <laughs> She even got asked about that power line section after the fact. Like, do you remember the one? She was like, "What did you think about that power line section?" And you're like, no, "I didn't really like it that much." <laughs> she did awesome. <laughs> she loaded up. Like when we hit it the first day, I don't. We didn't. I didn't know that power line. I didn't I'd never heard about it. Apparently, it's yeah. infamous. It's like yeah. one that most people complain about. <laughs> we didn't know anything about it, but we were going down. Which that was the beauty that Melody got from this out and back. Is usually in a year they change going clockwise, counterclockwise. Well, she got to do you know the power line and then that big fifty mile block that mm-hmm. we kind of co-paced her at. She got to do both of those yeah. twice. So some of the, you know, the the two things that people complain about the most, Melody got to double up on. So going down the power line, it was totally new. But oh my gosh, so I'm glad it was early. Oh the yeah, only I thing I so saw, many times. The only thing I saw her complain about was the mosquitoes during our section <laughs> from like mile. Was that? That was like about miles six or seven miles in, yeah. So one seventy five or so. And they chased us for a couple of miles, like yeah. about two, like two and a half miles. But you got to remember, we're going decent pace, so that's like for almost a solid hour. Yeah. Like we're trying to escape these mosquitoes, and they're not Florida mosquitoes; they're big. Like, like biting you like, through your clothes. You could be yeah, like seriously, they were biting us through our layers. And I was if you guys say so, I saw no mosquitoes. I saw snow yeah, fleas. No, that was I the only either. time we saw them. And like, it was close to. We were close to that waterfall and the creeks. And it was like around dusk too. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, it oh, was, it, it sucked, and I they, they just would not was, leave me alone. And that was, was the last day when it did heat up. Yeah. Got yeah. That, yeah, that's true. And I was so tired, and I was so unbalanced because I was so tired. Like mm-hmm. if I went to swat at one, I'd almost fall over because my balance was so bad, mm-hmm. and I just was about ready to cry. I think I was crying. Yeah, that's from that video I sent you when she were up. That was, uh, that was that was close to a waterfall. Like, right? yeah, there was so a waterfall. I was thinking about it when we saw the waterfall. Yeah, the like, waterfall was waterfall. really pretty. I was so mad. Yeah, like, I was. Yeah. Me and we had been talking about it. Right it's like I couldn't remember up. exactly where it was on that course, but after when we got to the aid station, I'm like okay, crap, it's probably about five or six miles. Yeah, afterwards. I remember. Yeah. So was it a scenic course? It was very just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't something to write home to mom about, although she, she loved all the pictures and videos and everything. So. It was mind-boggling. I went out there thinking, this is going to be a cool experience to watch yeah. a 200-miler. I can't wait to you know, help Melody watch, see how she does. I didn't expect, I was like, ah, oh, Tyler, whatever, it's overblown. It it was mind-blowing. Even yeah. the driving back and front and the Actually, aid station, like, to, yeah, to and front, they, they were, like, amazing. <laughs> So for we, I saw these commutes. Do you remember a couple of those like, cloud covers? The fog in the morning, like yeah. at like five in the morning, was. I remember gorgeous. you waking me up. I did. He was he was dead asleep, and I was like, I don't care. I'm waking him. This is too like beautiful to see. I was <laughs> right. like, Jake, wake up. There was, I was like Jonathan, do this. Big clouds down look. the valley. It was amazing mm-hmm. at the time. I didn't think so, but yeah. I'm glad I got to see it. I'm trying so, to sleep. The, the cool thing about that course too was it, it was it doesn't matter where you were at. It was all sorts of just different types of beauty like you'd have the lake view all the time or you'd have like the sierra de- like that dusty dirt like mm-hmm. just yeah. kind of view and i i don't know it was in that mountain bike area it was very dirty where we saw the two girls on their phone that area oh yeah yeah, yeah. that section that was just the whole its own section almost like mountain dirt bike the whole what'd you call it backcountry or something yeah, yeah. It was dirt, like, she came into one of the aid stations i don't remember which one and i like look up at her and i was like your nose is bleeding or did you fall? She's no, like, no, oh, no, it's just dusty. It's just like been dry. And I was like, okay. And that's when, okay, of course, good. like the 80 year old chain smoker came out and right. was like, because everybody there, I felt like I was the only one struggling with it, but then they called it the Tahoe cough and everybody else that you fit, you walk in an aid station, they were all like, chain smoker like that's how we all sounded that's how we all looked and of course like my nose is all dry and like i'd I'd blow my nose and like just blood would just come all out and Mm. it was just gross and it got very real for her like yeah it was a nice little wake-up call it was night one when that started like the cough started because i remember texting them saying like i don't know like i'm just gonna like disclose this now Mm -hmm. i'm developing a really bad cough i don't know if this is gonna like be bad or what but i got coal mine that's to to me that's the most absurdity of the race right so it's a long enough race she developed a cough had it got really bad and it she it was better by the time she finished the race like (laughs) three days later like it was good though because I remember you texted him. He's like, "Oh, that's because it's the like they weren't worried about it." So yeah, it was pretty hysterical though because Melody had texted it like you were probably at mile thirty-five, forty-five. I was gonna say it was between thirty-nine and fifty because that was right before I was about to take my dirt nap because I texted mm-hmm. it all at once. I'm like, I'm just gonna tell him everything. The three yeah, of us yeah. had gone back to the Airbnb. We're trying to like take a couple hour power nap before we go pick her up, and I think I was the one that responded. Like I was. You did because. And yeah. Melody's like, you know, hey, I'm about to take a dirt nap. I got a bad cough. I can't hold my eyes. And I'm like, sounds good. <laughs> no, yeah, see I you soon. And I, I didn't realize my Do Not Disturb was on. I didn't see it until the next morning. I got all kinds of upset. <laughs> we were in our separate rooms. And I'm like, I have no idea, but I should acknowledge this, right? So I'm just like, yeah. sounds good. <laughs> 
Good plan. I'm glad that you did that. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. In well, case you all were like timing me or something, and I didn't show up when you thought I was going to make uh, it. We were timing you, but that early on, we were the checking was still that. Working well. Yeah. yeah the we were stalking was, that yeah. tra- that tracking app. Yeah, I don't sure. think I slept. Worse than Noah, probably. Yeah, I don't think I slept for more than like 50 minutes at a time because I like just kept compulsively waking up and yeah. like refresh. <laughs> Where is she? Where is she? Because it was. It was totally based off an algorithm and the way this yeah. course was, you know, if it was... And it was very... Ago, and I will really? say it was very helpful it to was have that. 30 minutes. It was we were helpful. often, like, pretty dead on. There were a couple times, like, you walked into the aid station the same time as us, and I was like, oh, hey, good timing. How's it yeah. going there? It friend? was mile 50 that, y'all, we did that at the same time. We walked up right at the same yeah. time. Yeah. 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 But otherwise, like, I was super... I yeah. was probably looking at more data points than you were, but I was kept being super annoyed with it for being inaccurate yeah. for how I should have been. I was going to say in the backcountry, though, it's probably no, I know. it's going to get. Right, exactly. And like I, the fact so that, that it was that accurate when you're like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. I just started counting on it being about 30 minutes off. Yeah. On my own time. And those guys did. How was your time on the course, Daddy? Oh, it was great. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't see mosquitoes. I got to see Cat Corbett like 19 times. Um, I got to see two sunrises. It was fantastic. We talked. We had like a book club meeting. We did. We had, it was a great time. And she was awesome. Like, the one was, of the big things that happened to me was about mile 70, my watch started. <laughs> oh, Jonathan was with me when it started happening. It started trying to update. Garmin just imposes this self-imposed a mandatory update in the middle of the run, in the middle of this thing. So I get this little like <laughs> triangle thing saying we're trying to update, but of course like my service was terrible. So I guess Jonathan's like logic was like, hey, it's probably really bad. That's why it's not. It's having a really hard time trying to finish the update. So for 30 miles until Heavenly, my watch just kept like turning off and turning back on and like little blue triangle trying to update. And I'm like, this is really frustrating because I don't want to lose any of my data. And eventually. When we finally got to mile 100, like to Heavenly, it stopped working. It, it was touch and go. Like when this, I don't know what I said to Melody, because I, when she first was like, oh man, my watch is like, my first thought is like, all right, that's not going to influence how you run this whatsoever. However, being that we're runners, we're data heavy, we like sharing things, mm-hmm. this could be catastrophic. So I just stayed quiet. I was like, oh, how is she, I don't know what to say, I don't want to downplay this. Mm-hmm. Right what's going to happen and like so i just stayed really quiet and then i was just kind of like oh i can just get it off your watch it'll be fine and that's when i was like all right this is early this is before the 100 mile mark and i'm like this is in the bag it was fantastic mm-hmm. I, I think that was actually the, one of the better things that you did because at that point we were just you, and was, and you were so like chill about it you had no idea what pace we were going how far and we that's were. honestly what helped and it was, yeah, the entire all, race, not knowing what, because I'm so driven by pace, and that's one of the things that I've, over this yeah. entire training block of you know 19 months now, it's just it's all about pace. But you know, the last three few months, I've really had to get into working on like just perceived effort, because at this point, like you're going up a mountain, it's going to take an hour to do two miles, kind of thing. So with pace is just kind of goes out of the window at that point. So. Without having a watch reminding me in my head just how slow I'm going and how you're, you're, you're terrible and blah, blah, blah. It's just like not having that there. It was just like, okay, cool. Only thing I need is you guys to tell me every hour. When I to eat. eat. When to yeah. eat. Yeah. yeah. Which worked really well. Which it did work really well. And she was kind of on yeah. top of it too. And freaking your, your body started to be in tune. Like I I'd know. be like, Melody, we got 10 minutes and we're going to eat. And it would be like 
nine minutes and 30 seconds later and you were like pulling something out of your little pouch and I was like Uh I I did the opposite proud of you because when I when we first started doing this I was like yeah okay it's been an hour as instructed and Melody was just like I'm not really hungry or anything so I was like all right let's try something else then the next hour I was like Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't. I didn't see this in time. It's, it's been like an hour and thirty minutes. Which has been like fifty minutes. And Melody would like stuff her face, and I was like, "All right, this is gonna work." Nice. I love it. That was a thing. I liked her a couple times too, but most yeah. of the time, actually, she was so good. She was on it. Because at some points, like my stomach, I'm like, my stomach's saying, "Eat again." I just ate like forty five minutes ago. Why am I so hungry already? Like. I know. I'm not burning any calories, but it was kind of nice. It's almost like I redirected my stomach to actually feeling hunger again and like and just the big thing for me was just still sipping i know i didn't drink nearly as much water as i probably should have but you ate some seriously solid calories at yeah and you took in a lot of liquid calories you had like bacon double cheeseburgers you had breakfast burritos two with potatoes and eggs and cheese Bacon, uh-huh. two of those suckers. Those are with my Jay. go-to's. Those and then just sounded you amazing. had that like massive one. That thing was like that was it, what 150 miles in. That yeah, right before, yeah, yeah, right before the last that section thing was with amazing. Me. It was, it was, it because it had the egg and the cheese and the bacon and all. Of it was an extra rounds. large burrito wrap. Oh, I remember that super fluffy. Like right. I don't know what do they call that? Like I know it was a tortilla, but it was a really fat tortilla. Right. Yeah. So good. It was a gordita. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I actually I just know. had one from Taco Bell last night. And I'm pretty sure she's like scarfed down with like some breakfast smoothie drink too, like that we brought, yeah. like some hot, banana There was strawberry. also hot chocolate too at some aid stations. That was really good. Yeah, a couple we, with hot chocolate. Yeah, I put some instant coffee in one of them. <laughs> that was right before. Yeah, that was before the um, the power the power height thing, power climb. It's kind of like a mocha. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. That was really good. So you didn't suffer at all with nutrition. You were no, like that was like probably really well. Really well. I probably took about twelve or thirteen thousand calories in, and probably burned about eighteen, nineteen. There's just no way that you can put as much calories as you're burning and that kind of thing. But no, I never felt like I lost it. Like you know, like it's the slow fade of not having enough nutrition. I never had like stomach issues. I never felt like nauseous. Never had any of those issues. It was just the constant stream of like a hundred to two hundred calories. An hour. Towards the back end, she switched to you were doing those boathouse farms. Yeah, and that was the thing too. The ventures. And that was yeah. one of the things that sure, we like. Had. I remember one point I would like handed her an insurance. She chugged that sucker, and that's like yeah. two hundred twenty calories. I know. She's like, all right, I'm good for an hour. Let's go. <laughs> or in a couple times too, she's like, I can't take anything but liquid calories. But then she would have like some fruit snacks or something, and I was like. Yeah. 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 At sure. some points, like my like my stomach was like, yeah, I don't want any solid food. So I had planned just in case I did still needed to do the calories. Was like mm-hmm. the Bullhouse Farms, you know, strawberry banana smoothies, or like the Insurers, because Insurer had like two hundred fifty calories, yeah. whatever. It had a lot of calories. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It's so. Yeah, and just chug one of the things. You're good to go. But there are spots where we didn't have those, like a couple of the longer sections. Yeah. And, you know, all you had to I'd do say was say like, look, spring you, awesome sauces. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It was like hold your nose and get this yeah, back down. and she was like <laughs> boom yeah. down yeah. it didn't matter I know at one point you were super into the stinger waffles and then you were like I'm not done yeah. yeah. I did that for two days like the first for two days I do remember yeah. eating a yeah, lot of done. them I'm like the, I can't do those the pop tart dust she had an emergency 500 calories and part of those was a thing of pop tarts she had these s'mores for whatever reason I mean these things were just disintegrated they were just so crushed because all of the other yeah. equipment and stuff that had been in there and so they were totally crushed but I'm like those were gold 
I don't care. Like, when I would be eating them and then I'd be talking, it would just be like dirt, like just coming out of my, like dust storm coming out of my mouth. I'm like, oh my God, this is like the most amazing thing ever. She was like a farmer. She was sticking in a little dip of Pop-Tarts. Right. Let it just <laughs> masticate in. A little bit between the chicken gut. Yeah. But it worked out because then I would do half of it and it'd be like 180 calories. And it was just like, it was just, I don't know, Pop-Tarts were like the gold during yep. that. It's like, I actually had a treat at that point. It wasn't something what I had been having for 12 to 14 hours up to that point. So. And how were you mentally throughout the race? It was one of those things that just had to keep pushing forward. Like I do, like that thirty mile stretch from one twenty to one fifty was hard because my feet hurt so bad, and I'm like, I'm gonna time out because I'm not gonna be able to get through this kind of deal. But having Jonathan there, just being positive and coming up with all sorts of things to say and do, and like I don't know, like it was just good. It's good to have a, a crew that knows you and like knows how to push you. Especially when you're like, yeah. So <laughs> I don't wanna. I don't wanna. Yeah. No. It was. It was just one. It wasn't one of those things that I was. I didn't go there to quit. I came there to do a job and just get it done. And the other, that was one of the questions that was pervasive throughout. Like all these, you know, runners that would run with you, like maybe even two or three miles at most. But it's still, you know, you had conversation with them and they're like, oh, do you have a time? Do you have a pace? I'm like, no. I just want to finish, and that's that's my goal. Like, I don't, like, when people are like, oh, you could do it in, you know, 66, 72 hours. It's like, I, maybe, but I'm not going to push myself to that point where if, like, I don't, then it's, you know, it's over for me. I'm never going to, I'm going to be terrible. Like, I just want, 200 miles is 200 miles, regardless of how fast or slow you do it. So, Tatiana and Thomas and I compared notes, and not one time did, I mean, we heard Melody complain about some rocks. And about some blisters and mosquitoes. That's it. But at no point, like, in she was mellow and like I never, the whole time. Yeah, she, she never, never had even, any intention of like not being. No, yeah. like they might have. I even out. I even threw out music one time, and not once. She just was. She was locked in, focused the whole yeah. time. Hundred percent locked I in. I knew it was like like I told you before. Like I was like if if she didn't finish, which is not possible. Like I mean, possible, but I was like, I know that she would be dragged off the course, kicking and screaming if it came down to that. But I knew it was never gonna, because like, like you said, she was totally mellow. She had no, she was there to do a job. And I, no for intention. one, if I would have been with her and a sweeper came up, I would have just taken off into the woods. I would have not wanted to be part of that conflict. No, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'd have been like, yeah. she's gone. Like, <laughs> yeah. she may have hurt, but she'd have, she'd have taken off. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, her, sweeper, like, I don't care. Her eyes the whole time were just locked. I mean, yeah. locked in on. I mean, you can tell. You look at eyes her. Eyes on the prize. Yeah. yeah. She and was. was yeah, super tough. cool towards the end, too, because she was starting to she was starting to kind of rabbit chase a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Super cute. Well, we got her finish line fever. Yeah, for sure. You can smell that head. When did that start kicking in? Uh, I do remember. Was it probably about mi- mile one ninety? It was after. No, it was before that. You were I mean, right, you were starting to shuffle the downs, and you, you were like you were starting to that run was the downs. Eighty six, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I there was weren't like, any rocks crap. in that area. I yeah, and it was like nice and smooth. And I was like, hey, I was like, you know, you could probably, you know, it might mm-hmm. help you loosen up a little bit. And you're well, like, it did All help right, loosen up my calf because that had locked up for probably like five, ten miles on yeah. that rocky climb. So like. Yeah. Just actually a little bit of running kind of helped loosen it up. So and sure mm-hmm. enough, yeah, it did. It it loosened her up, and then she started kicking up her pace a little bit too. Thomas, did you have to do any Mister Miyagi? Other stuff? than the diaphragm reset, no, and the little treatment on the feet, no. She was she did the, her own kind of little mobility stuff, but Jonathan was even complimenting her mobility throughout it. Like she she was great. We we had this little mini SUV, and her climbing in and out of it to take a nap. I was having issues. <laughs> and she and was just like so much springing fresh. right in there. And I'm like, what, what is going on? Yeah, she 
Other than her blisters, she was totally mobile the whole time. Yeah, that actually the one the first time I did reset her diaphragm, I was like, "Whoa, your your gut is full." <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, I haven't pooped in days." <laughs> <laughs> but it was shortly after that when I actually finally did. I'm like, "Oh my god, I feel amazing!" And then because you could exhale. So I yeah, I guess I in a way I did some of the other shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually that backcountry. <laughs> was it uh, pit toilet? Okay. That we hit. There was a little campground in between this one section. We were going from like 120 to 150. Okay. And we hit this pit tall and I was like, hey, you know, you need a facility? And she's like, I, I could kind of use a facility. <laughs> <laughs> and she shovels in there and she just came out a new person. <laughs> oh, I remember that section. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, I went. Because <laughs> you had told so me relieved. the day before, you were like, yeah, I just don't use the restroom during races. I'm like, what are you talking about? I use the restroom during 5Ks. <laughs> right. I just, my stomach doesn't ever respond. I mean, it's probably because I don't ever eat that much, but I was eating every hour and eventually like it was like, okay, it's time to reset there's no more room for the in the end so it's so much like taking care of a toddler it's like all right here's when she ate here's yeah. when she pooped here's when yeah we did after <laughs> she, would come, she would come into an aid station we'd go and get her to lay down give her a little bottle and make sure had, she like, wasn't fussing too much right <laughs> had her back <laughs> like she has been a nightmare <laughs> she was demanding Fruit snacks. <laughs> she told me she would never eat another applesauce again, but she'd eaten 12 the day before. Can you believe this shit? <laughs> she said she Typical. hates waffles, but yesterday waffles was her favorite food. <laughs> that is totally again. <laughs> you Whatever you do, don't mention SpongeBob anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We're done talking about this. So talk to us about getting close to the end of this thing. When, when could you start smelling the hay in the barn? Honestly, it was probably when Thomas said it was probably like when we started. I was able to start shuffling the downs and like start running because it was like you can only have twenty. You only have a marathon at that point, and you say that it's only a marathon. We after one hundred seventy-five miles, you're just like it's only a marathon. Yeah, I remember saying that. I was like, holy shit, Mel! I was like, you got less than a marathon. (laughs) (laughs) And saying it all excitedly, like. It's still a long fucking way, but like Jonathan, you and I had totally had that cheers moment right after we dropped her off with Thomas. We're like. She's gonna in the bag. It was only we, we knew I wasn't gonna we let her ass quit. Like, like I would like, drag her ass by the hydration pack across the finish that's, line. It's, it's no we joke. We shit. dropped Let's Thomas go. off at one fifty to like one eighty or something, and Tatiana and I went to the grocery store and got beers because we were like, "This <laughs> well, is happening." Yeah. Like this, she can like do the worm in from here, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and then it was probably we got into Stephen Jones Aid Station, which was like ten point nine miles away. I hopped in and said, just, I told Thomas when we got there, I'm like, I only want to sleep an hour because, you know, I need that time in the bank. I, I had convinced myself I needed that extra time in the bank to be able and, to finish. And the little section we saw right before that kind of scared her into a little so bit of keep sleep. In mind, we, saw, t- we saw this little section that was like probably like a hundred gnomes in the middle of the woods. All doing like creepy, these scenes. Like they were all set up doing certain hell. things. Yeah. Like, so this wasn't a hallucination? No, no, no. Like, we, I didn't believe she, them. Yeah, I, I told her the next but, night. Like, like laying in bed it was like 3 o'clock in the morning and it was like I think I'd even woken up to tell her I was like oh my god I forgot to tell you about this creepy ass section. I didn't believe them until and I saw it on Instagram the next day yeah. I was because so I even had to ask Mel about it and the next morning I was like hey I, I need to ask about this vaguely to you did this actually happen so did well, you I'm not creepy rude but whenever she oh I didn't really notice because I remember Thomas was like dude no no but you had already gone through that section the day like three days prior it's because it was off trail yeah it, well it was like slightly you like went you went went up and like the trail went across the creek, but you couldn't tell right away. Like, gotcha. We you meandered into the. So you just didn't see it coming from. I don't one remember. Direction. No, I didn't remember seeing it coming from that direction because we would have been coming 
we would have been coming this way. We would have been coming this way. So I think honestly, we went through the creek, going this way. Because Outer, I don't want, yeah, you know, because at that but, point but we're only eight after or nine she miles saw in. those, she was like, yeah. Done. I need a nap, and then I want to get the hell out of here. Like something, right something is weird. Like all this voodoo craft going on with gnomes. I don't know. We just gotta get done. So, and, and when he tried to get, like, no offense, but like when he tried to get her to confirm the story, I was like, okay, well, she's more effed up than you right now. So, like, I obviously can't believe either of you. All offense. Until, again, until I saw it on Instagram, I was like. They were uh, traumatized there, like Thomas yeah, because I, I said Melody came in. Normally, I would have been like, oh, cool, let me get a cool picture of this, but I was like, I'm gonna get. The out of here. Yeah. Well, scary. yeah, you see a couple of gnomes. They're like, yeah, oh, that's a like, oh, cute. You see, and then it was like, I turned and there was another section, and I turned and there was another section. There were like, hundreds of them things. So, Kat Corbett on her Insta mm-hmm. story, yeah. You know, she totally yeah. saw them. She's like, I don't remember say, ever seeing this many. It, it was funny that, I mean, definitely Melody had converted Thomas during that section because Tati and I were fresh. We'd slept a little. Mm-hmm. We were on our way. Tati was going to get her to the finish. Her and I talked. We were like, look, you know, it's still 10 miles. You know, it's a long way. We did the math, though, but we, yeah. We were like, if she leaves out here. So 8 o'clock was the cutoff from that aid station. We were like, if she leaves by 7, she can do 42-minute pace on the so way in, no yeah. problem. Well, she rolls in a little before. It was like 3.45. It, it, it was before wow. 4. It was before 4 so a.m. And she wanted to be outside. So yeah. much. But they both yeah, were like, oh, no, she has to leave. Yeah. She is sleeping know, an hour. Five. No, she like, is oh, sleeping no. an hour, and that is it. She is out of here at 5. Like she's, And they're like, no, she's got... And I was like, no, she wants to be out of here at 5. Like, and they both were like, rabbit. I mean, they're both like, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 she has to be out of here. <laughs> they, no, you don't understand. They were like tired rabbit, though. Yeah, they were like. Low For energy, sure. but they were like consistent and kind of rude. But what but time did you guys leave? Five ten. Yeah, five twelve. I think we. <laughs> yeah, I was it was actually five twelve. Yeah, because yeah. I remember Jonathan saying, "Hey, you got one more sunrise to see," and I'm like, "No." Yeah, she I'm said, like, no, "No, I'm not doing." It. But her, her words are saying one thing, <laughs> and she's sitting off. <laughs> she's moving the covers. She's like, "No, I'm ready to sleepwalk." <laughs> <laughs> actually, it was. No. <laughs> With the smoker, the yeah. smoker voice. She no. great. She started hallucinating after that. She thought she was crossing the log bridges and all. It was adorable. There was no logs either, was there? No, no there really <laughs> wasn't. You didn't believe me, but I was like. No, I swear to God, there was a log. Though. There was. There might have been maybe when you were with him and you were having memories. Yeah, but like was it the cement was, logs? They no, weren't even real. Logs. It was a legit log, like no, there was, was no, really thick. No, like, there was no logs. There were a couple okay. rocks that you almost fell on. Okay, and I was like trying to like. Hold you just yeah. in case so you could fall on me in case, yeah. but there were no. Tatiana and Melody had apparently crossed this creek, and Tatiana turns around and says, Melody, good job getting across that creek. And Melody says, Well, I just walked across the log. And Tatiana was like, There's no log. I'm like, Yo, my feet are wet all the way up to here. There's no log. Like, I went, and she's like, No, 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 I did. I walked her, and I was like, Okay, we'll just keep going. Yeah, we're not going to argue this. Whatever you yeah. think there, Mark Simpson. Yeah, yeah exactly. Jesus, put a log there, exactly. all right. Really I swear good. I walked across a log. <laughs> no, there was that was that was only like one of two. I heard colors the first night. Yeah, and you heard like I it saw was the GAGA going mm-hmm. back and forth the step. Right yeah, there. no, it was bullfrogs. They were mm-hmm. singing from two from a D to an A, and then of course uh, it was snowing, so it was very light. It was very bright colors. So I'm thinking, oh my god, why am I why am I hearing white? So it went from white to pink this time. So. I, I was that. I was chasing C D and E the notes and I never got to hear those and see those colors or anything like that. So 
and then bears. Well, you skipped right over B. I did. You did. I did. And I have a yeah. B flat, but I don't have B, so I don't have B, C, D, Speaking of bears, any wildlife? I never saw one bear. I was kind of sad, but apparently that's not a bad thing. You know, we Jonathan, saw some coyotes. Y'all saw coyotes. We, yeah. What was that thing we saw, that gopher otter-looking thing? The marmot? Oh, the yellow-bellied marmot. He was super <laughs> cute. Yellow-bellied marmot. He was so cute. He was adorable. Yeah, they're like a, a squirrel on steroids. Looked like a, he looked like a gopher slash otter, like a really furry one. It was well, adorable. We saw that big booty spider. What was it called? Ooh, a oh, trapdoor yeah. spider. You had the trapdoor spider. That was yeah, that cool. cool. The Nicki Minaj spider. And we saw, we, I saw yeah. a centipede and millipedes. We had the uh, the wind cool. scorpions, the sulfugies. Yeah, you must have been in your element. Oh, what were your what was your total bird count? Oh, man, well, I kept them separate from Nevada and California because we had two oh. states. <laughs> but I, I would say roughly 56 between the two. Oh, wow. Pulled together. Yeah. And you Not saw one you'd never seen before. White-headed woodpecker. We actually had one when Tati and I were doctoring you up at mm -hmm. Spooner Summit second time through. Mm -hmm. We're sitting there and I like looked up above. We had our feet all like <laughs> popping things and I look up and like I had to stop. I think I might have had a needle in my hand and this white-headed woodpecker flew in. There's a cavity like That's a good moment. You're about to pop a blister and a bird you've never seen before comes yeah. in. Yeah, that's a good ultra-runner moment. Yeah, I looked up. talking to him too and he kept being Super nice, like indulging me in my BS, but he had his phone back there. It was very sweet. You never did get a photo. Woodpecker. You didn't get a picture of the white headed woodpecker? No, even though it was literally a foot above Mountain Shed. He had a needle in hand. Oh, that's <laughs> I did right. have a needle in hand. Oh, you should have told me. I would have taken a picture. A selfie you were a little preoccupied. Well, that was awesome. That was the same aid station where uh, the statue of David was grilling. Oh, my God. Oh, that guy, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Oh, that was that was a highlight. And then I took a picture of him, and some like crazy lady runs up and was like, "Get a picture of my shirt too!" <laughs> <laughs> like, lady, you're not wearing one. <laughs> oh, no. She was, and it was even worse. Oh lord. Oh. So, walk us through some of the blisters. You, uh, you got your first one at mile thirty. It was and before mile. Yeah, it was before mile Ooh, thirty. That one ended up being it, it ended it, up being a triplet. It had yeah, it found the wife and then it had a baby. She that, got it wet after midnight. Yeah, you know how was, grim ones be. Mm -hmm. It was bad. So Sometimes I just remember by mile part. thirty, the one on my left heel had formed, and then it was just one after another. Of course, you're like you're walking and compensate, trying to like avoid that, and then some another one pops up on your other foot. So I don't like I know I want to say it was probably my right heel that started, and then it was the toe, my big toes started blistering and then my pinky toes pinky toes probably were the ones that hurt the, yeah. the worst they, the they're they're impressively bad they're like under the whole tip like definitely gonna lose the whole tip of the skin and the nail like, yeah mm, yeah probably have to amputate my mom also had said that it looked like a diabetic toe that probably looked like it needed to be amputated. Yeah, kind of <laughs> Not gonna lie, kind of I did. did. <laughs> kind of did. Yeah, it, it, they, they still kind of hurt. Um, yeah. There were some hot spots on the pads of my feet. Of what, what's that part of your foot called? The foot pad. The foot pad, yeah, that part. There's, there were some hot spots. Those feel fine now, but it just it didn't matter. Like Yeah, the bottom of her foot actually held up for very well. Thankfully, the race was dry. Like, she didn't get wet. We, we should, this is a good place to insert as a PSA. If you ever get an Airbnb, Chalet Road, and outside Truckee, I would highly recommend avoiding the, the green Tupperware. Yes, don't eat out of the green Tupperware. <laughs> 
don't no. mix this don't mix your salad in it don't mix anything in it like don't burn like oh there was some video footage on that one yeah we cleaned we cleaned some of the blisters with some saline solution when we got all back and yeah we had we needed something to rinse into it was and okay. my voice being all crazy it sounded like a squealing high-pitched pig when the saline started going up and down the I feet. might hold on to that picture for a little while. I got it. Yeah. Did I send you guys the video of, like, the noise of me making? No, I don't need it. Reminders <laughs> okay. of it. Like, I, it's pretty fresh. It's still fresh. Well, I mean, it's only been how many days since you finished? Tuesday. And yeah, I actually got to give my first post-200-mile race recovery massage. You did. She did well. How did that Tissue get? held up well. Was it baby seat? No, honestly, like I gave pretty much a normal massage. Like she it's didn't like, have any like hot spots I had to avoid other than like the weird blisters on her feet. That but. seems to be the weirdest thing about it. Like I don't like just outside looking in. Melody seemed to blisters, yes. Sleep deprivation, yes. But unlike any other race, muscular mobility, like cardio, none of this other stuff really seemed to get tapped into. Yeah, which only because honestly. She went out about it with the most discipline. I've, you know, I've, I've, there have been a handful of races where I've seen people enter and, and co- execute with as much discipline as she did. Like, sure, she could have easily gone in and tried to bomb out the first 100 miles and then, oh, I'm going to walk the last 100. But no, she was, she was consistent the whole time. And that kind of shows, you know, in, in her recovery. She's not like, I'll beat the hell. Because she was smart about her. But I think we all agree, Melody included. That's kind of also atypical for Melody's normal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We were just that a shock. Speedy, yeah. When we showed up at the 50k mark, we were kind of like, oh. And hell, she came yeah, walking in. We're like, who the hell is that? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're like looking behind her, like, who's that? She, where's Mel? She Have might not need us after all. Right? No, it was just one of those things. That it was a whole different mindset just going into this kind of race. Like, you can't, you can't do what. I normally would do it's just totally you know be speedy and bomb everything it's like it, it had to be effort and it you had to be able to maintain it over the course of if it took four days it took four days so it was just a completely different mindset and I just I knew I had to pace myself to be able to sustain over that course especially just with the intensity and like all the mm-hmm. elevation and stuff that we weren't we're not used to as flatlanders and everything so mm-hmm. It just took a different mindset, and I was able to maintain it and not blow up. How long did it take you to finish? 96 hours and 51 minutes. Sub 97! Sub 97, Sub 100, yo. How was it uh, getting to that finish line? It was fun, because it was all straight. It was three and a half miles straight downhill. So oh, beautiful. It was, it was fun. I know, like, I was really having, I was really trying to hold back and not just start, like, bombing. Because I just wanted to, like, Woo, let's go. We're, like, three and a half. It was three and a half She put away miles. her poles, like, probably two. Two like, miles she, away. She, like, collapsed them up, and she put them back. And I was, like, you want to grab those? She's, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Good. And no. I saw that mine, and I was, like, all right. We're going. <laughs> no, and then I remember we got to that little. Because it was just constant, like, just the constant switch back all the way down. And I'm, mm-hmm. like, I just want to see the finish line. I saw the finish line. I'm, like, woo mm-hmm. And it just took off. Because at that point, I'm, like. Hayes in the barn, like, I'm here, like, we're done, we did it, kind of thing, so, yeah. What was it like post-race? Mm, you know what, honestly, it was just, it's been surreal. I don't still think it's hit me, like, what, what we've been able to accomplish, just because it, it, it was 19 months in the making, and then, like, mm-hmm. we did it, and then, like, afterwards, like, you got to pick your belt buckle, you got your, like, after, you know, your current 
mugshot type thing. Which, which pause right there. Mm-hmm. Like that was, I think, one of the more torturous mind games I've ever seen. Oh, having her have to pick a buckle. Melody finishes. <laughs> they have all There's these like, unique handmade yeah, buckles. Like, okay, handmade and different, unique. and it's beautiful. And if you know me, Melody doesn't make decisions. So when you're telling me to pick something after like that kind of race, like I kind of make a decision on a belt buckle. Okay. You you did good though too because I was impressed that your your eye got drawn to the one with the the lichen that was on all of the trees. Yeah. Like the shag carpet. Yeah. Lichen the shag carpet lichen on the. It was yeah. it was like the the topic of discussion the entire time. It's like it was just one of those like unique like yeah we talked about lichen all the time and then this one's garnet and gold so that's what also drew drew mm-hmm. my eye to it. So all the lichen and the garnet and gold. Go Knowles. Go Knowles. So what are you up to now? Recovering. I'm actually recovering. Like what, what's your to. fastest streak mile since? I haven't been able to put shoes on because my feet were so swollen. You're and doing your streak in Marco style. Exactly. I've been oh. in flip-flops doing my streak miles, but they're, they're getting done. I got my streak mile done in the airport. It was streaking all right, but got it done. So what's next? Exactly. That's a good question. I haven't decided on what's next yet, but it'll be something fun. Well, cool. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thanks for having us. Mm. Thanks, Tati, for the food. Thomas, for inviting us over. Yeah. Jay Bird for just being awesome, as (laughs) usual. Thanks for listening to Between Two Runners, a podcast. Brought to you by Pancakes. Unstoppable.